What's going on? It's Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had Nancy Deccant on, who is the founder of Discover Sooner, which is a platform and community for songwriters to get matched up with either other songwriters or publishers or record label people or sync people. So if you're a songwriter looking to make some money or brand yourself as a business, this is the episode to listen to. Nancy was born and raised in Ohio, but ended up moving to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. In Pittsburgh, she was the coordinator of the Pittsburgh chapter of the NSAI. She moved to Nashville, started writing with people, co-writing with different people, eventually started Discover Sooner, like I said, which is a company that will help match up songwriters with different publishers or labels or different people in the industry that can help either pitch your song or look to place your song. So she talks about how you can get involved with Discover Sooner, especially if you're a songwriter. A lot of information on how to not just be a songwriter, but kind of be your own business as well. You can watch our interview with Nancy on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It would be awesome if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, we'd love it if you follow us there as well. If you have time, hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Nancy Deccant of Discover Sooner. So, good morning. Good morning. Nice to meet you. I appreciate you doing this. Yes. So, this podcast is about you and your journey in this music industry. And, of course, we'll talk all about uh, Sooner and and what you have going on with with discovering songwriters and helping independent yeah. songwriters. Okay, well, great. Um, well, um, I've you know really been a songwriter all you know all my life. Um, played played um, guitar and mandolin in church and things like that, and wrote songs. Um, and uh, uh, throughout the years, um, it's always been an important part of my life. And I eventually became the NSAI coordinator for the Pittsburgh group. And, um, and because of NSAI, my songwriting skills got better. Mm -hmm. And I eventually moved to Nashville in 2013. And uh, really started focusing on uh, songwriting a great deal from there. And, you know, uh, the journey of a songwriter, you know, we all come from someplace else. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, you know, it's, it's an amazing town. And five years after I'm here, I'm recognizing that, um, you know, that people that I, you know, first showed up in rounds with started uh, getting publishing deals and making things happen in their career. And uh, certainly my journey has been a lot about writing with artists um, uh, and, and, and being the person in the room who can also, you know, bring some craft to the party, especially when you're talking with and writing with someone who's 16, 20 years old and things like that. So, um, so, uh, I, you know, eventually had spent a lot of time also doing song plugging for people. Uh, someone's got to get this music out there and started a publishing company and, uh, and did that, uh, for a bunch of years. And after, 
after a while, I just started feeling like, you know, this the way that we do things in Nashville is kind of kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you could be the most talented person around and 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 it could still take you five to ten years to get a publishing deal. And oh, right. I gotta, you sure. know, like, you know, and you know, some of that is it, 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 it's a lot about if you are the most talented person in the whole entire world and you come here on day one, sometimes day one, you do meet somebody, but it's very haphazard. Isn't there a better way to do this? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, right? you got to go try the Broadway circuit if you can even get in there and yeah. you know, different trying to get booked at anywhere around here, I'm sure. Right. It's very difficult. Like, you, well, you kind of start at the songwriter places at the Commodore and then, you know, you work your way up to uh, shows like the Whiskey Jam and which has exploded and become something other than that. But, you know, the uh, the freak show and various really great uh, and. And, you know, and you try to get yourself into the bluebird into rounds like that right. in the, the listening room. And it's it's a long journey of networking. But all along, you're meeting uh, songwriters and people who are who become, you know, co-writers and the best people in your life, your best friends. And then you're always adding new people to it. I mean, Chris Oglesby, who is the head of uh, creative, I think, over there at BMG, says there should be three people in a songwriter's life, um, their best friends that they write with all the time, um, the ones you have to get really ready for because this is a big deal. This is a person I want to get back in the room with, you know, and then, and, you know, the ones you have to really work hard to, you know, bring your skills up for. Mm-hmm. And then the, and the next one is who the hell is this? Oh, who the heck is this? You can I mean, cuss. Where did, Don't worry about where, it. Where did this person come from? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, it's interesting. Uh, I love to hear your perspective because the, I interview, you know, artists, right? Whether they're established or not trying to get established. And I would love to hear because you kind of teach how people can turn this really into a business, right? I mean, get you in the rooms, actually <laughs> meet certain people. I mean, from what I'm reading on about your company, uh, it seems like such a cool thing, for, especially for new people moving maybe to here to Nashville. I don't know if it's would work for people outside of Nashville as well. I guess we'll, we'll find uh, out. Oh, OK. So really, um, at a certain point, I said, hey, this process is a way too random. And and I just think there's a better way, a faster way to get people, um, songwriters who are ready for uh you know, a publishing deal into the room with publishers and, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, everyone, almost every, you know, you just don't call up a publisher and go, Hey, I've got great music. Right. Right. <laughs> and now, so does everybody else. <laughs> right. So does everybody else. So it usually comes through referrals. And so I, you know, through the years, I've made a lot of relationships with publishers and sometimes, you know, I'm reaching out to people I don't know, but a lot of times I'm reaching out based on people who are referring me to, you know, one of their associates. Mm-hmm. And so I put together a program called the publisher writer experience. And this is a, a paid program, but, you know, we really, uh, people have to apply and they screen in and, and then, um, once a month for three months, you have a, 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 a 20 minute meeting with this publisher. But after, after, three times of meeting with someone 
they really know your music. They really know who you are and they really know if you're someone that they want to continue on this journey with, or just want to have their eye on because mm-hmm. a lot of this is just having your eye on someone. Maybe the career's not the artist career is not really ready yet, but you know, they will be in mm-hmm. a year from now, a year and a half from now, two years from now, things change. And this is one of those kinds of careers that it's more like, you know, you can't like, it's like farming takes time, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, there's no crash course and, and making these things happen unless, you know, you know, the right people, I think. Mm-hmm. And so we're just trying to help people get known and in general discover sooner. I mean, that's one program that we have, but we have lots of various ways and events and things that are free and our application, you can come on uh, when you sign up and we have publishers who can reach out to you from there and and uh, so we're all about trying to help the songwriter and artist and or producer meet with um, either publishers or music professionals that can really, you know, change their life. And, you know, uh, we're not really here to teach people how to write songs. There's so many great mm-hmm. organizations that do that. Right. That when you are really ready. Right. You know, and you've got it going on, then I think. You know, so we have some programs for you. And we also have, you know, we have lots of new songwriters. Uh, we're having a class in May about, you know, uh, mastering co-writing with Bill O'Hanlon, who wrote a book on that. So wow. we try to try to help songwriters wherever they are at to help them get ready for that for that bigger thing that they're going for in their career. That's amazing. Well, real quick. So were you born and raised in Pittsburgh? Actually, no. Um, okay. I, I'm from Youngstown, Ohio, and migrated over there to Pittsburgh because there's a lot more uh, to do. I actually went to uh, Carnegie Mellon University, got my master's wow. in business over there and okay. and stuff. And uh, uh, so and Pittsburgh is, you know, uh, it's a great town. It's, it's wonderful. My whole family is still there. And, you know, I fly home <laughs> frequently okay. to see everybody. Well, to get a master's in business, I mean, that kind of works hand in hand, I would think, with a songwriting career because you need to have that business mindset because you're essentially your own your own business or your band is your business. Yeah. I mean, like every human being in the music business, if you are on the creative end, really is an entrepreneur. Even mm-hmm. publishers are very much entrepreneurial. They have to you know, you know, they have to do the same things. Everybody has to communicate out on social media and, and, and you you have to be apprised of the money you're spending. How are you going to make money to, as an artist to stay, you know, to keep this thing moving forward. I mean, we're all in the same boat on this topic (laughs) of, of of the business. We have the creative side and it's very few people who can just afford to say, Oh, I just want to write songs all day. And that's it. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like you have to take, you have to pay attention to your business side too. Mm -hmm. I find that interesting because I think some people maybe listening think like, I guess Taylor Swift isn't a very good example, but like some artists maybe just kind of were handed like, oh, maybe they had one hit or they knew the right person that just kind of landed them where they are. But in in actuality, people are grinding so hard from, (laughs) you know, their whole lives to hopefully get one opportunity to have one song that does something that kind of opens the door for other things. Like if some songwriter 
thinks that they have cool, good stuff and they move to Nashville, like what advice would you give them right away? Like, what did you do to kind of make a name for yourself here in this town? Oh, okay. Well, I, I would just like to say that many of us feel very invisible for a very <laughs> long time. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, as a songwriter, I mean, here, I, everything in the music business comes down to the music. And I, I've been shocked to learn this, at least in Nashville, maybe, maybe not so much in other towns, but in Nashville, the music opens doors that are really locked to other, to other people who don't have it. And I like to think of it as like, there are the NFL people and mm-hmm. there are, and there's a very small difference between that and the almost NFL. So a lot to get that extra 5% that you need. There's a lot of working out that you need to do to qualify for that NFL thing. Sure. Right. And, and it doesn't matter. Like, you know, we have in our mind who is the stereotypical, who is going to be successful. Like in country music, it might be a, a, a boy in a bog cap. Right. But if you're a 45 year old woman, who has teenagers and you walk into the room and you in a publisher meet you and your music is what they need. They don't care that Mm -hmm. you're a 45 year old woman. And I'm happy to say that, right? Because it, you know, we get to thinking, well, they're never going to look my way. And that's just not true. It's the music that will change things for you in this town. It will, it's the music that will make people believe in you. And it is just a little bit the way that the, the, the lyrics are just a little bit better. The, the melodies are just a little bit better, a little bit different, a little bit your own lane. Everyone says every, the best advice everyone ever gave me. And I've heard, you know, eight publishers lined up at a talk at NSAI and they go, look, Brandy Clark and Shane McAnally and Casey Musgrave, nobody wanted them, but they spent time just developing their own voice in music and things changed for them. And it was, it is ever so true. I, as a, you know, in our publisher writer experience, I've seen, you know, um, a publisher say major publisher say to this art, uh, other, this songwriter who they just met in, you know, 10 minutes ago, I'd like to invite you over to our office to write with one of our, with one of our writers who happen to be Mm -hmm. a major label artist. And I'm like, okay, this is happening. This is how it works. Okay. You're convincing me. It comes down to the music. So Mm -hmm. I'm happy to say that because maybe other places it doesn't. So work on your skills, work on your songs, find you the you that no one else can be and be that. And, you know, in every songwriting experience that you're in, try to elevate whatever you've got and write and, and do that because if mm-hmm. you do that, it's going to work out no matter where mm-hmm. you are. And for every step and every song that we write, you know, like I heard this the other day for every step that we take, God is taking 10,000, a thousand steps on our behalf. <laughs> and we don't have, we don't have the magic to, we don't have the eyes to see the magic that is happening. And things turn on a dime Mm -hmm. and I see things happening and turning on a dime. It's one person that you meet so-and-so 
where, here, there, whatever that changes people. One, one connection can make, change a person's life. And, sure. and so, I mean, I'm just, it's a town of dreams. I'm just kind of like still believe in it. <laughs> That's the dream yeah. right there. <laughs> we, I mean, we, my wife and I, and my, our two kids, we recently moved south of Nashville, but in the Nashville area, uh, about a little over a year ago. And we absolutely love it here. It was the, the greatest decision we've ever made. Well, and you know, for me, I mean, my own experience of Nashville is that, you know, Adam, <laughs> when I would come back and forth from Pittsburgh to Nashville uh, for NSAI events, who I love, by the way, Bart Herbison and everyone over there, I love you. Okay. Um, like I w- when I would come to Nashville, I would get so many great ideas, better melodies, you know, lyrics just pouring out in the mornings when I'm waking up. And then I'd go back to Pittsburgh and there would be like crickets, man. <laughs> and I was like, and then I'd go back to Nashville and I'd have the same experience. And then I'd come back. I mean, I should, I should have just stayed in Pittsburgh and writing, writes, written songs, but it wasn't the same here. Mm-hmm. I think, and it's my own take on it. We have a creative community and there's an energy about that. Um, and it's, I feel lighter here. Mm-hmm. I think if you believe that there is our muses with song ideas that give you that, that bring ideas, they need you to bring them into reality. You know, this energetic thing that happens here. I think, I think there's a whole lot of that magic that happens here. And I know I've experienced that on my own, like, or I would have just stayed in Pittsburgh and written songs. Mm-hmm. But for me, and I'm not saying this is true for everyone, but for me, I felt it here and I felt belonging here. And I think that's why, you know, Nashville's growing, blowing up in all kinds oh, yeah, of ways. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Because, <laughs> because, and we look at all the creative centers, Austin, you uh-huh. know, Seattle, wherever there's a creative center you know, in the United States, it's, it's Miami. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. So this is my own, you know, guess, my guess about why. And anyway, so I'm surprised to hear you say you love Nashville. No, (laughs) what else I was ignorant to when I moved here is I assumed that Nashville was just this country music town. I'm like, okay, there's a lot of people that write country music here, but no, I mean, there's people that write every genre of music here. And I've met a whole lot of people that aren't in the country music lane whatsoever. And like just somebody listening that maybe has never been here might have the same assumption as me. Do you work with like, you know, every genre of music artists, like, and I'm sure you see that as well here in this town. Oh, you better believe it. (laughs) Um, And, you know, since all of my, from my, songwriting to song plugging and publishing and then to discover sooner, you know, it's been about country. Mm -hmm. Um, And because literally I'm, I'm not kidding. So many publishers in this town, they, that, that is their, those are their roots. Right. Right. But what's happened in Nashville is because we have every genre of music here, and I don't don't even want to get into the blending of genres in country, which I love. I think it's cool. right. Yeah. <laughs> but OK, what am I going to do with this great pop writer? Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? Well, how am I going to help this great hip hop writer? Like and I was like, OK, like and we're all recognizing it. Um, Sync, 
is the thing. You can have mm-hmm. any genre. You can have every genre genre and probably the least wanted genre is country. So I'm like, okay, we got to start making this thing happen for, you know, we got to start making relationships for people with sync agents and music libraries and music supervisors and things like that. So um, I, I feel like the sync is sort of the catch-all for that. Um, and everyone who who writes music these days recognizes that they need to that is you know one of the shiny objects that they need to try to make that could potentially change their career too so you know discover sooner we're gonna try to work later on this year we're gonna have like a music supervisor writer experience or something wow. program. We are going to do it. I'm going to talking with people right now, trying to make it happen because, yeah. you know, and not only because it's good for everyone else, it's because Adam, I want it. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. I got a lot of songs. <laughs> right. And, I mean- and so we need to make these relationships and, mm-hmm. and all of Nashville, like Nashville, thinks LA is cool and LA thinks Nashville is cool. Right. 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 <laughs> so so we're, we're really mixing it up now, especially too, because of zoom and, you know, the pandemic and for all that it was bad, it, it, it left us with some good things. The world is a little smaller now because of it. And uh, so I just feel like, um, you know, just in terms of career moves for, songwriters and artists you know this is a part of it besides you know he's you know just touring for artists and all those mm-hmm. different things that artists do um uh you know this is the the big thing that we're all trying to make happen for ourselves now too as sure. writers and stuff so so say you're uh, say a songwriter comes to town they've got the songs Mm-hmm. And they want to, I mean, this one, they want this to be their business, right? They want right. to be a songwriter. That's their objective, their goal. They have chops and they're, they're, they're ready. What, what steps did they take or what would be the first kind of step to, you know, building their brand and, and building their career? Okay. I mean, I think it's a little bit different for artists versus songwriters. Okay. You know, well, give us both perspectives. If you okay. Don't so for artists, I I mean there's a basic thing that theme that runs through whereas like you do it depends on how ready you are. I mean I think the best thing you could ever do for yourself as an artist is to get an artist manager and even if it's someone who's new at this game of artist management, someone who is going to go out there and represent you. I think it's very hard as an artist to say, Hey, I'm fantastic. You should listen to me, but your artist manager, even if that is your best bud who, you know, (laughs) wanted to, who wants that job, you know, even they can represent you better than you can represent you. and say the things that you cannot say. And- With that, though, sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but I yeah. just have a quick question here to somebody maybe being like, well, where do I find this artist management? Like, right, you know what exactly. I mean? <laughs> well, OK, so I it is as it is as random as anything else in this town. Honest okay. to God. I mean, like if you there are. If you go to Music Row magazine, they have an artist edition and there's artist managers in there. Oh, but, okay. Okay, there are some there. But you know, they're probably gonna 
you know, that's a lot of money that you're not going to get the freebie artist manager, right? right? This is going to cost you some money. (laughs) And, and so I, and, and so I think, you know, that you just, if you decide that you want to get someone as a manager, you just have to, if you don't have the money, then you have to find a, someone who's ready to do that. And how mm-hmm. I would do that, <laughs> well, how I would do that is I would, you are, since you are an artist, you, um, you are a business and I would go and put my um, job description up on handshake over a, and go to and Belmont University and say, I'm an artist and I'm looking for an artist manager wannabe. <laughs> that's oh, that's a good idea. Do. Yeah, that's what I would do. OK, and uh-huh. okay. write up your job description. It'll get approved. And then and then, you know, hopefully and you'll just get emails that say, hey, I'm applying for this job. Hey, a lot of young people. That is a feather in the cap of any of any artist um, want manage, manager wannabe uh, over at Belmont. I have an artist I manage. <laughs> and right. I have met many, many a young person saying I want to do that. And then they just need to be good at social media and organization. And artists are typically not known for to be the greatest artist, a man, organized person yeah, in yeah. the world because they're like up here and they're right. So they're more uh, thinking about creative things. So they might be right. not thinking about the executional things like, I, you know, I got to do this, that and the other things. So, right. And it's interesting because a lot of the artists I've talked to over the course of the years that they'll say, you know, I still have, and that's, and that's where I found my manager and that person still manages me to this day. And maybe they have like a extensive 10 year, 15, 20 year career, or it's all my best friend, just, you know, I threw them the bone and then they were able to kind of navigate and then they're still my manager. Right. I mean, creating those relationships early on. I mean, one of my best friends in the world has uh, crystal polychronus. She manages Ben Fuller. And Ben Fuller is a Christian artist. Mm-hmm. And this just happened because and this, I, I mean, I don't mean just now, but it, it happened because Crystal met Ben and, and they just got along so good. And she was like, hey, I'd love to be your manager. And he goes, I'd love you to be my manager. And she was like, but you got to do everything I tell you to do. And he said, <laughs> OK, because I'm not it's not working out for me right here. Right. right then and so they just start working together and you know it's free mm-hmm. i mean and they're both poor you know they're both almost living in their car almost right and but uh then she calls me up and she goes nancy i'm new at artist management and you know i really don't know that much i know how to get him to those gigs i know a lot of things but there's how to take this thing higher i don't know mm-hmm. i go well that's that's Okay, well, let me. I know an artist manager in town. He's been doing it a long time. His name's Neil Spielberg. Let me see if I'm going to, you know, text Neil and see if he'll meet with you and just talk with you. And Neil met Crystal and Ben and fell in love with both of them, jumped on board as a co manager. And Neil has gotten people like Chase Bryant and He's had many, 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 many people that he's helped in this town. He's a Mm -hmm. serious artist manager, right? Anyway, he and he, I thought he was mostly country. I didn't know he could do 
Christian, but he's right. like, he thought they were both amazing. Jumped on as a co-manager, walked them both around town to all the Christian labels. And now Ben Fuller has, you know, a record label deal with Provident and a mm-hmm. publishing deal with Provident. That I know that sounds random, but that it, it's random, right? Right. But it was the two of them trusting and believing in each other. The other guy comes on board. He's got, and you know, it's working for them. And mm-hmm. I think if you're a young artist manager and you've got a great artist and with an, a phenomenal voice, and they just he just uh, Ben just had his first single out there called "Who I Am," so you can check him out, Ben D. Fuller, and okay. he's all over social media and amazing, the, and it's happening. So it is about you know, and and so that's how it worked out for them. But mm-hmm. it, you know, I you know there was a lot of suffering. Nobody was making any money. <laughs> Right. Yeah. That's what people I think have to realize that it's not you get a manager and it's, you know, you're you're off to the Ferrari dealership. And of course, Neil Spielberg costs a lot of money. And (laughs) and I mean, she called me back. I was he costs a lot of money. And I'm like, yes, he does. I know you don't have it. Just keep talking to him. Uh Just keep him in the loop. And, you know, I mean, he, you know, I think neil saw all of everything that he could do he i mean you know and he mm-hmm. he made it happen for all of them and now you know and it worked out but sure you know like i mean it's a fairy tale story and we just hope that you know there i know there's lots more fairy tales out there jason what's his name oh and uh what justin bieber i think mm-hmm. we're kind of the same thing and there's you know, you got to get with people that believe in you and will make some sacrifices for you for the time being, because they believe that is a real champion right there. And I think we all need that champion. um, If we're an artist uh, or a songwriter, we're looking for the same thing. Somebody believes. (laughs) Right, right. All right. So if you're a songwriter in this town and like, is it a similar thing? Are you going to try to find somebody that can help manage you or help get you what in the door with certain labels or publishers or? Yeah. I mean, there are people, I mean, certainly I do some of that for people, um, help them get with publishers. And this is more of a, you know, these are people that I believe in and this is not free. Um, but you know, and I have people in my orbit that just as co-writers, I'm like, I am, it's in my best interest as your Mm co-writer to help you because I help you. You're going to help. It's going to help those, both of us, uh, both (laughs) of us, all of us. Right. So I'm like all over it. And I think Mm -hmm. most co-writers are, you know, well, who can open doors, open doors all the time uh, because they believe now, maybe that's not always, that's not necessarily our job. But if we have those relationships, we want to make it work, whether it's pitching songs for each other, you know, Mm -hmm. that we're, you know, that we're writers on or, you know, you just have to use every um, I don't mean use, but you have to go to bat for everything, uh, every song, every person that you believe in, because it's just going to help. So that's one thing. Go in, start writing, try to I mean, uh, and I would like to say that there is this this sense of loyalty there is this thing like 
you don't want to be the kind of person who's just, you know, jumping from person to person looking for someone who's going to help them and open the door. It's more like a sincere, I want to help you. And mm -hmm. I want to be a part of your journey. Can it like, there's definitely some people just looking for the next best thing. That's, you know, like get into somebody's network and then use them. Right. It's sure. not, not like that. And it's, it's, uh, it's a learning experience here in Nashville. Cause you kind of got, got to watch out for that. You, don't want to get chewed up and someone else's, you know, puddle jumping. <laughs> I feel like there's less of that here in Nashville. Like when I, I feel like it's not as much of a, like a, who do you work with? Who do you know type? I mean, that's the vibe I get when I just right. being here from Southern California not the trash other right. towns, uh, but <laughs> I, well, um, I do think that, you know, it's just a matter of, I mean, it's so much of what happens is because people become buddies, friends that, mm -hmm like that you just you just have to try to find your tribe it is about finding your tribe your true tribe and you can have people in your tribe for a little while and then you know they're not in your tribe anymore right right <laughs> you, know, you kind of have to move on sometimes mm -hmm. i know but but you're trying to find your tribe and who you, and that is a very you know amorphous cloudy kind of thing that tells someone go find your tribe well go find your people you really do need to go find people that are like you, write like you, think like you, and are and and are in a lane you feel comfortable in, and and just and grow together. Mm -hmm. I, I find that really interesting that you said that because when I was doing this podcast from San Diego, I was talking to people. I'm like, oh yeah, we're gonna move to Nashville. Like, and that was a lot of the advice people said. Don't worry, you'll find your tribe. You'll find your tribe in Nashville. I'm like. And I'm, you know, we don't know anyone here. We're all worried. And we, we've started to do that. And it's quite amazing. Like just hearing that, hearing you say that too, reminds me of just sitting in my house in San Diego being like, what does that even mean? <laughs> but it works. It's you come here and you meet people and it's just, it's such a, it's just such a cool town. I mean, like who in the world, I mean, like if you go to business school, they don't tell you, you know, your vibe yeah. is your tribe. Go find your tribe. Right. They're <laughs> just like, you just assume like I have this piece of paper that said I graduated from yeah, X, right. Y or Z. And OK, well, show me what you have. Right. Well, this is not scalable. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, no, what is kind of on a small basis. Right. Because. I mean, I always have this T-shirt. It says your vibe is your tribe. And I love that. I mean, it was predictive, right? It was like, mm -hmm. I'm living this. Oh, my God. This is it, true. It's so I, true. It's so true. And you know, it, like yeah. I said, I just didn't. I'm like, I don't understand what you're talking about. But now, like being here for a year, I'm like, I totally understand exactly what people were telling me. Literally, Adam, I have, you know, my office uh, is over on Music Row, across from NSAI. Right. OK, wow. And I, I live uh, my office is in the back of the building. And I so I see all the people who who park there. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, who because there's the front of the building. Right. Mm -hmm. And the people who are in the front of the building are not the same vibe as me as the songwriters. Really, they're not. And mm -hmm. I see I see all the people that they that park there and go to the front of the building. And I was like they're all the same kind of like they're kind of like they're country country vibey kind of 
like there's certain kind of energy with these people. And I'm like, oh, I'm probably more on this country pop band a little bit, you know, like we're different. They're probably thinking the same thing about all the writers coming into my place, but they can't see who's parking in the parking lot. I'm going, <laughs> it's really true. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, I mean, because they're small enough to see who their circle is just by the people who park. <laughs> right. Associate like, with, right. There's really something to this. So, so it's true. It is true. So when people like a songwriter, for example, say I have, you know, 10 songs that I think are incredibly awesome and I go to discover sooner, do I like submit my songs to you? And then they go in a portal where publishers can hear these or you yeah. listen to like, tell me, tell me how the, the process works. Um, the, the way the uh, right. It's ex- pretty much exactly it. They sign up and then there's a place for people to put in information about themselves, like how long they've been co-writing and stuff like that and their music. And you can even what we call splash. You can say what's going on, the latest thing in your life, and it'll show up on your followers dashboards. As I thought it was going to be sort of like a social media thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the publishers are not, you know, like are on the other side of the wall and they can reach out to you. And I've found that for the most part, it's probably me, you know, calling up and going, oh, my God, hey, and I'm like to the people who are on the other side, hey, you need to go check out this person over there. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, if you had, it's, you know, it's people are busy. People are crazy (laughs) busy. And it's so it's more like, you know, the creative assistant over at the at the at the local publishing company who's got more time to be going through. But I just try to help that process as much as possible because um, because that's the way it works uh, for them. And like, and so I'm a little bit like, okay, <laughs> so that yeah. is working different than I thought. But one of the things that we, we do is we have like a monthly free event and we're doing something with either hit songwriters or publishers or something, you know, for people. And this is really our way to, find to like the people who are in uh in sooner mostly most people show up at these zoom meetings and you know we launched tw- april 2020 <laughs> oh wow <laughs> and it's like oh my god okay and we wouldn't even have done this if it hadn't been you know like we wouldn't even known about zoom but right. it has become you know our those those get togethers are our way a lot of ways of finding each other mm-hmm. because you know there's a lot of people on there so you know how do you find the other people i mean you can go in and search for whatever you want that is for sure got a great search tool that yeah you can say i want i want somebody who does tracks i want somebody who's you know, you know writes country or pop or sync or whatever so you can search for people and reach out and that works um but also i just think being together at least online and keeping it keeping it to an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> so, right, so, right. You know, and try to, and that's a pretty much our collecting place right there. And, and then we recently just said, okay, we're going to have a, every other month we have a pitch event where people can, who are members can come on and pitch their songs and we'll listen. And wow. And you know, I bring other cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Bring on other publishers from time to time to listen and if we like, and then we'll, we'll pitch those songs. But, you know, I just recently went to the Durango songwriter expo out in Ventura, California. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, I knew some people there, but it was my first time ever going. 
And in it's, in it's they had listening sessions, just a lot like we do. We have these listening sessions. And, you know, I didn't know very many people. But the minute I played one of my songs, people knew who I was. And oh. people were like, oh, I, you know, I want to write with you. And that's how a lot how songwriters, you know, you go to a writer's night, people play their songs. They go, oh, I want to write with you. <laughs> do you play something that is obviously people knew the song that you played? It sounds like at least uh, oh, people you... never heard my song before. Oh, <laughs> but they, they just like, knew the style or something like how yeah, they, they like uh, they like it. You know, oh, OK. I mean, that's how it happens at a writer's round. When mm-hmm. you play your music, people know who you are. Okay. And, they, and that's how songwriters go. Oh, I want to write with that person. I'm, I'm attracted. This is gotcha. my, that they're my vibe. They are gotcha. my vibe. OK, right? so either a writer's round or an event events like we have or events that I I've attended, you know, this is, this is how people who are songwriters and artists really, this is how we network with each other. It's really mm-hmm. through our music. It's the same thing with publishers. They go, Oh, I love that. <laughs> I wanna, right. Right. You are, you are for me. I want you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not ready for me. yet. <laughs> right. Right. So when so, people, so when people submit their music to you or songs to mm-hmm. you, do you, I would imagine that you probably have to go through and sift out some if you're like, like somebody probably doesn't just sit in their bedroom, record something that they just made up off the top of their head and send it to you. And you're like, all right, we'll throw that into the pile. Like there's, is there a process of, I mean, there's every, everyone who either pitches songs or is a publisher and they're doing things, you know, like they're looking for writers. They have, I mean, you can, you can't, you know, you, there's certain things you do. There's certain things you don't do. There's certain kinds of songs you need, certain kinds of songs you don't need. Um, and so for the most part, you know, like um, as a song plugger, I've mostly done country song plugging. If you mm-hmm. send me a song for, that's great for TV and film, you know, I, you know, I have many fewer connections for that unless it's a country song. And, and then, you know, and that's very few and far between too. So um, every publisher in this town will has certain things that they specialize in. There's only so many ears, so many man, so much manpower. And, and so there's a relatively small number of songs that they can receive or writers that they can really help. I mean, mm-hmm. it's really limited. So, I mean, like a big company like Warner Chapel or mm-hmm. uh, Sony, they all have sync departments, you know, and so they can, that, that just widens things for them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, some, and many of the even, you know, medium sized publishing companies are like, got their eyeball on sync because they're looking to try to make revenues, but that expands the types of songs that you can receive, the types of artists that you can put in your, uh, in your orbit, orbit, you know, the types of writers that you can be, that you can help. Mm -hmm. I love that. And thank you so much, Nancy, for doing this. I really appreciate it. I love your perspective on, you know, this aspect of the industry, because instead of, you know, I talk to people about how they got to where they are, but in a lot of the times it's like, there's a big chunk missing when it comes to, where, you know, a lot could be, you know, I met this guy and then it happened this way. But, you know, if you're coming here and you want to learn how to get a publishing deal or learn how to co-write with people that maybe write a song for pitch, like I love 
that that's what your you and your company are are doing for people. Well, and you know, we're trying to do it on a scale, right? Mm-hmm. And then you know, in a in a in a way where we can help more people. Um, I mean, there's our co- lots of connecting. There are a few. Okay, not lots. There are a few wonderful connecting organizations in town. NSAI, BMI, ASCAP. They're connecting. Mm-hmm. Charisse Boltori's Global Songwriters. They're connecting. The, I mean, like there's you know. So there's there, and then there are individuals who will help connect people. Um, and 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 it, the only way you know who they are is if you just keep hammering away at, at in this town or like uh, attorneys attorneys they are thinking oh your songs are great i want to help you get a publishing deal because then they're going to have a you know they're going to have a, a reason to do a publishing agreement with you so they'll they they will help you but not every not every um uh attorney in town does those kinds of things there are just mm-hmm. a few and and there's just a few clients that they'll take on. And so it's, you know, there's a lot more songwriters than there are connectors sure. in town. So, I mean, this is one thing and well, this is what I do. And mm-hmm. um, so anyway, um, yeah. No, I love that. <laughs> well, I have one more quick question. I know you already answered my question. Usually I ask at the end if you have any advice uh, for people, but I, I'm going to spin it on this where if, do you have advice for a songwriter that maybe thinks that they have the songs or maybe they're, they know they're not quite there yet. Like, do you have any advice for them on how to better what they're currently working on? I mean, like, how do you know where you're at as a songwriter in terms of, Hey, is my song, you know, like we, yeah. every, when we write a song, I mean, like if I'm writing a song, I cannot think about it like a, like, like in a critiquer, like a song plugger, I have to just write the song and, you know, do I believe in this song or I don't, you know, okay. I try. And if I am not, if I don't think it's the greatest song and I can, you know, say it to the co-writers and, and uh, anyway, it's, that's a different topic, but I guess just <laughs> looking for constructive criticism from somebody that maybe could tell you that, I mean, I don't know. Cool. There are plenty of people that will tell you your song's so good. Okay. <laughs> or so n- not good. <laughs> okay. Well, this is kind of the journey. When we first come here, we are from another place and we our music might be the best music in our town. Right. Mm-hmm. But when we get here, this is a town filled with so much talent. It is competitive. And we're probably in many, many ways, not at the top of the list. And I know when I first came to town, I thought, wow, I'm really getting there. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no. And then you go to the bluebird and you hear people and you go, every single song seems to be a song of the year and it's mm-hmm. much better than mine. And, and so, and, and so at a certain point we get more brave and we think we've got it together and we start trying to pitch our songs to people. And I can tell you most of the time, most of the time, they're just going to pass on it. But if we stick with it, eventually we're going to start getting some songs picked up. And then if we and then, uh, you know, a year later, then we're going to get, you know, not just one song picked up that year. We're going to get, you know, five songs picked up and we might even start getting some independent artist cuts. Right. And then I mean, that is how you start seeing that these songs are really starting to connect with people. What I'm doing is working. If you're no one will pick up your songs and no one will record your songs, 
then I would say you've got a ways to go. Uh, okay. And there are lots of organizations in town that will help you bring, bring up those skills and you'll make friends while you're in it. NSAI, Songtown, you know, all kinds of places that maybe didn't used to be here. And they're really good at helping you get better skills, right? So work on it. And just co-writing with people is the fastest way to get better as a songwriter because, uh, and I mean, Oh, you start writing a day one, a year later, everything that you write is going to be so much better. And you look back and you go, wow. And it's because there's other perspectives, there's challenges, there's better, there's, there's, I mean, I'm, when I came to town, I didn't know how to write a second verse and, you know, but everybody else in the room could write a second verse. So I just kind of learn where second verses go and get me out of second verse hell over here. And sometimes we can all crash into that wall. Mm-hmm. But I would say that, you know, that co-writing is, is the key to getting better faster. And so find like, that's what we're doing. We're helping people find co-writers now, right? Because we know we're going to help you get there faster. And that's what we need. People who are like at that next level, who are, who are really getting ready for it. So 